0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for July eighth, two thousand nineteen. I'm teaching a series entitled "The Power Fellowship," and this is part forty five of the series. And the title of today's message is "You Are a Member of God's Family." As a believer, I don't know if you really if you really realize this, but you are actually a member of a global family, of a universal family. And I'm gonna I'm gonna drive home that message today. So I trust that you had a good 4th of July weekend. I know that I did. And uh, over the weekend, one of my children, Joshua, he turned 13 years old. And we celebrated his birthday, of course. And now he's a teenager. And one of the greatest things, one of the most enjoyable things that we can do as humans is celebrate family and celebrate one another. And I bring that up because it lines up with today's message. As I continue this series, I'm going to do something a little bit different today, is that I preached a message yesterday entitled, From Slaves to Sons. And what I'm gonna do today is give you a little bit, a a small portion of that message. Um, And in the message, I was kind of driving home a few things. One of the things I was driving home was comparing and contrasting a religious mindset with the relationship mindset that Jesus had, and then also driving home the importance of family, right? So from a religious mindset, the reason why Jesus had so many issues with the Jews of his day, the Jewish religious elite, he he ran into them uh, on a regular basis and had issues with them because they were focused on rules and they were focused on the law and they were focused on doing everything right. and, And based on the rules mindset, you know, it's about right and wrong. And unfortunately, people that are really religious, that are really focused on rules, Uh, They have this tendency to feel like they're right when they're following the rules and then look down on other people who they consider to be wrong, who are not following the rules. And Jesus was not walking around like that at all. He was walking around having a relationship with the Father. He only said those things he heard the Father say. He only did those things he saw the Father do. And so he was walking around having an intimate relationship with the Father. And when he would say things like, me and the Father are one, oh, man. That just the people who were focused on rules, they went crazy and and they really got upset. And they was like, he's blaspheming and we must kill him and we must have him, you know, stoned to death. And of course, they ultimately had him crucified because he was walking around having a one on one relationship with the father and they were focused on a bunch of rules. So under the old covenant, uh, the spotlight was on man and it was about man working for God. And under the new covenant, the spotlight is on God and what he's already done for us. Under the old covenant, people had to work for God's approval. Under the new covenant, we're members of God's family. We're already approved. I'm approved because I'm a son. I'm, I'm not a slave. I'm not a servant. I'm not a son. And if I'm a son of God, then I don't have to work to be a son. I don't have to earn the status of being a son. I'm just a son. I, I'm a son. No matter what I do, I'm still a son. And so if I'm a son and I can embrace the fact that I'm a son like Jesus was a son, then it's going to change my perspective of God. It will change my perspective of myself and will also change my perspective of other people because I realize that I'm a member of a global family. And just like you have a requirement of your children to get along, then my Heavenly Father expects me to get along with my brothers and sisters. And so I'm going to enter every day with a different mindset because I'm part of a family. And yeah, sometimes you'll have rifts with your brothers and sisters. Sometimes you guys won't see eye to eye, but you're still brothers and sisters, right? And so you're still a son and you still have brothers and sisters, and you're supposed to act accordingly because you're a member of a family. And that's what I'm dealing with today. So what does this mean to you today? I'm gonna just share three things with you. I can't share the whole message. Matter of fact, I'll I'll post the message later on YouTube and share the link with you. But let me share three things with you on this Monday morning as it relates to you being a son or or daughter of God, you being a child of the Most High God. When I say son today, it's gender non-specific. That applies to males and females. But I'll share three things with you as it relates to being a son, that once you get this down in your heart, it will change, like I said, your perspective of God, your perspective of yourself, and your perspective of other people. Three things. Here we go, number one. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter one, verse five, from the New Living Translation, it says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. Now, this is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. He brought us to himself through Jesus. And by doing so, he adopted us into his own family. Now, I was never adopted, uh, but I've talked to people who were. And so I'm going to use an example. Let's say that there's a family that had a son, but they adopted a boy. And so now they adopted another son, basically. So now they bring the son, the adopted son into the family and they tell the son, hey, you are a son, just like he's a son, you're a son. And we love you the same way we love him. You are equal with him. You are a equal member of the family. I don't love you any less than I love your brother. Now They could say that, but initially it's just difficult for that to sink in. It's difficult to believe, right? And so so the adopted child is like, man, I don't know. I don't know if this thing is for real. Maybe they've been through some foster homes. Maybe they've been through some hurt and pain. And they go, yeah, I just don't know if this thing is for real. That's how it is when we come to God, right? Like, oh, maybe you've been through some stuff already. But, and God is saying, I don't love you any less than I love anybody else. And you're like, yeah, I don't know about that. But you got to get that down in your heart. So eventually, if the boy believes it, then when the parents get a new car, the boy says, we got a new car. If the parents move into a new home, the boy says, we got a new home, right? Because he's a member of the family. When the parents go to the grocery store, the boy just goes in the pantry. He just goes in the, in the fridge. He opens up the fridge, looks around grabs what he wants. Why? Because he's a member of the family. Because he's a son, right? And that's what Paul was saying. He's saying, listen, you've been adopted into God's own family and you're, you're now a son. You are a son of God. You were brought into the family because of Jesus and now you are a child of the Most High God. You are a son. And when you get this down in your heart, it changes everything because you're not a slave. Uh, this the, the Old Testament mentality and being very religious has really impacted a lot of people. You're not a slave. You're, you're not a slave to sin. You're not a slave to service. You don't, you're not trying to work. You, you don't have to dot every I, cross every T to be a son. You're just a son. You're not working on being a son. If you're born again, you're a son. And you got to get that down in your heart. You are a son of the Most High God. Number two, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verses 16 and 17, the spirit, the Holy Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we're heirs. We're heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ Jesus. If indeed we share in his sufferings, we will also share in his glory. Now, once you're born again, the Holy Spirit comes to testify, testify of the goodness of God. Based on this verse, what does he say? The Holy Spirit says, hey, you're a son. The Holy Spirit says, hey, the father loves you no less than he loved his own son. There's no difference between you and Jesus. The father loves you the same way he loved Jesus. And once you get that, this down in your heart, you realize that you're a member of a family and you start acting like it. You start acting like Jesus is your elder brother and you are a son. This is a completely, I wasn't raised this way. I was raised in a very traditional church and, and I never saw God as a father. And I I never saw Jesus as my brother. And I never saw myself as an heir and a co-heir, a joint heir with Jesus. No way. I saw God up there, me down here, and and I was just striving to be a servant of God. But I never saw myself as a son. Now that I see myself as a son, it's a completely different way to live. And this is how Jesus lived. This is how we're supposed to live. Number three, I will share the same passage with you that I just read, but from the J.B. Phillips Translation. So Romans 8, 14 through 17 from the J.B. Phillips translation says this. It says, all who follow the leading of God's spirit are God's own sons. Nor are you meant to relapse into that old slavish attitude of fear. When you do something wrong, I understand how you can relapse into this slavish attitude of fear. where you are a slave to sin, a slave to service? Let me do this right. No, you're a son. If you keep reading, it says, you have been adopted into the very family circle of God. So that you can say with a full heart, Father, my Father, the Spirit himself endorses our inward conviction that we really are the children of God. Paul says, think what that means. If we are his children, then we share in his treasures. And all that Christ claims is his also belongs to us as well. He says, listen, you've been adopted into God's own family. So when God holds a family circle, you're invited. Paul says, think what that means. Listen, think of the implications of the fact that you are a child of God, that you are equal son with Jesus, right? It means that you are God's treasure and everything that God has stored up is yours. Everything God stored up for Jesus also belongs to you. When you look on the will, God has a will. And when you look at the names listed on the will, your name is listed right next to Jesus's name. I mean, think about that. You are an heir, the Bible says, and a joint heir or a co-heir with Jesus, You have an equal part in the inheritance because you're a son. You are not a slave. You are not a servant. You're a son. And number four, and finally, I said three things, but I have this fourth one. I just want to drive this home as we head into this day. If you are a member of God's family, then you know that as a father, stop seeing God as some disconnected God. See him as a father. And as a father, God wants you to have a relationship with his siblings, with your siblings, I'm sorry, with his other sons and daughters. So as a father, God expects you to act like a good son, like a good daughter, and have a relationship with your siblings. God expects you to go out today and into this week and have a relationship with your brothers and sisters and act like loving siblings and be there for one another. Why? Because we're a family. Just like you expect that of your sons and daughters, the father expects that of us. This is how we have fellowship. We have fellowship when we start seeing our brothers and sisters as actually brothers and sisters. Because we have a daddy. We have the same daddy. And we're supposed to act like it. We're supposed to act like we're from the same family. You're a son. Go out there and act like it. Today and every day. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me in faith from a believing heart. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I have been adopted into your family. I am now your son or daughter. You love me the same way you love Jesus. You love me with the same love that you loved him with. You gave me the same Holy Spirit you gave him. My name is listed on the will, alongside Jesus, my elder brother. There is no difference between me and Jesus. As Jesus is, so am I. In this world. So I enter this day. As a child of the most high God. I am not a slave. I am not a servant. I am a son. And I will act like it. I seek to please you father. So I get along with my brothers and sisters. I know this is your will. And this is true fellowship. I declare this by faith. In Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Subscribe. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. I know this message seems very simple, but oftentimes the most powerful messages are the most simple ones. You're a son. You're not a slave. You're not a servant. You're a son. You're not working for it. You're a son. You were born that way. You're born again. That's it. You're a son. So go out there and act like it. You're my brother. You're my sister. So together, let's go out there and act like we're a family. Have real fellowship. Be a blessing to one another so that we can be pleasing to our father. Have an amazing day and an amazing week. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends before you leave the screen. I love you and our daddy loves you. God bless you.